Praise the Lord and welcome to our Monday and Thursday morning broadcast. We're looking into the book of Hebrews. We're in chapter 6. You can go ahead and get your Bibles and be turning there. But I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson here at Crossway Church in Queen City, Texas. God is on the move. Hallelujah. He's showing us great and wonderful truths in His Word as we travel through the Word of God Monday morning, Thursday morning in our Hebrews Bible study. Friday mornings at 9 a.m. we are discussing Bible faith in light of the cross. And of course, Wednesday night services, 6.40, Sunday morning, 10 a.m. And I encourage you, if you live in this area and you are ready to move on into not just seeing how the Scriptures relate to Christ and what He did at Calvary, but, but learning, how the, learning how those truths are applied to your lives where you step into the very experience of, of experiencing the Word of God in righteousness. And that is what the first six chapters of Hebrews really are all about. It's, I don't care what anybody else says. The first six chapters are a wake-up call to those who've been found sleeping, dull and sluggish of hearing. And then in chapter 7, the, the expounding and, and, and the truths begin to be taught that only those who've chosen to go on unto the meat, the experience of the word in righteousness, uh, will we'll be able to understand, will be able to walk in. You see, you can gather in a Sunday school or a local church for all of your life and hear how the Word of God is, is pointing to Jesus and, and what, even what He did at Calvary. But that's the milk. Of the word, that's the that's that's what we see first. That's the first principles of the doctrines of Christ, the teachings of Christ. That's number one. That's that's the pure milk. Number two, the meat of the word is where we begin to experience the things, the truths that we've learned in the Word of God, how they relate to Christ and what He did at Calvary. Number two can't happen without number one. And just because we have number one doesn't mean number two always takes place. The experience of God's Word in righteousness is what we've learned on the milk actually now beginning to be experienced, applied to our lives by the Holy Spirit. And this is so powerful. This is so good and wonderful. And those who are just satisfied, you know, you ever ask somebody, you need, you need prayer? What will you typically get if you ask somebody, you need prayer? Oh, I'm good. That's the mindset. That's the mindset of those who become sluggish, dull of hearing. Romans, uh, Hebrews 5 teaches this. And they should be farther along than they are, but they've stuck. They're, they're there. Now, some have drifted off into this, and, and, and really, God knows who they are. They want to be awakened up. They just don't know it, but they want to be wakened up. They want to go on. They see they're paralyzed. They see they're trapped in this place, and they see they know and see how the Word relates to Christ and even what He did at Calvary. But, but they've been gathering for 40 years and hearing that and hearing that and hearing that, but then there's no, there's no experiential application of that. 
Now I want you to I want you to hear this. Th- this has happened to multiplied millions down through this church age. In Hebrews is a wake-up call. And those who are awakened, only those who are awakened, get to move on into, by the grace of God, by the Spirit of God, which is one and the same thing. The grace of God is what the Spirit of God is doing, the Spirit of grace. They get to be led by Him into all truth. It's the not just head knowledge, not just uh, 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 even a heart knowledge without application. It is the application of truth. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, can't guide me into any truth I'm not willing to submit to, give way to in my own heart. And that means he's now able to apply it to my life because I believe that's when he writes it in our minds. Hallelujah. So, uh, and we need, we need to think about these things. There is, there, it's a, is, there is a season to be a babe in Christ and it is a hallelujah, praise the Lord time. I'm saved. I'm a babe in Christ. I'm on the pure milk of the word. I'm learning to see how all, the whole Bible relates to the one who said the Bible is about him. The, the, the volume of the book is written of him. I, I'm learning to see how my Bible is all about Jesus and what he did at Calvary. But if that's, listen, there is a Another place, a wake-up call for those who desire to go on into the meat. And those who don't desire to go on into the meat, well, we see in chapter 6 how those are the ones who are actually falling away. They're, they're falling away. You know, you, you, you either... With the Lord, you're, you're moving on into greater experience, greater trust, greater love for Him, uh, greater usage of by him of yourself, or we're falling away. And I know sometimes we're like this. We we advance a little and then we... But that's not what chapter 6 is talking about. Chapter 6 is speaking of a falling away, a going away. A choice has been made. That's what it's talking about. A choice has been made to fall away, to go away from... A, a, an experience, I, I, you know, a lot of people, uh, when 9-11 happened 20 years ago and, and, and fear gripped the nation's heart, millions ran inside church buildings. But when, when we saw it, well, I guess that all there was to it, it's safe, it's good, and then they went on back to the normal business. Well, you know, the church building, even the people in the church can't help you unless they're giving you the truth of the Word so you can learn the milk, the pure milk of the Word. And then, uh, then as we're learning the pure milk of the Word, it, it better be increasing us into a greater and greater place of knowledge. And there is some experience, there is some experience as a babe in Christ. But obviously, it is not... Uh, as a babe in Christ, the place of becoming experienced in the word of righteousness. But we need to mature to that place. And if we choose not to, then that, that's what we've done. We, again, it's like the, the guy who, who says to someone, do you need prayer? No, I'm good. 
In other words, I, I just get away from me with that stuff. I'm good. Me and God, we got our own thing going. I've been there as a Christian. I'll admit, no, I wasn't lost uh, when that happened. I was a Christian, but I was not moving with the Lord by His Spirit being taught of Him, growing in Him. I was moving away. I was moving away, going a different direction. And thanks be to God, He sent me a wake-up call. And that wake-up call will always be Him pointing you back to your salvation, pointing you back to the one you learned about at first on the milk, the pure milk. As you saw the Word of God, the living Word of God is Jesus Christ and the whole Bible is about Him. And that wake-up call is offered here to us. And we're going to see this today. That, And we're going to read verses 4 through 6 and then see how the Holy Spirit begins to expound on it even more. So watch this, verse 4, Hebrews 6. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted of the good word of God and the powers of the world to come, if they shall fall away... Now this is not talking about having a sin in your life. This is talking about falling away from the truth moving away from the truth. This is talking about being found in a certain avenue and now you've chose to stay where you are. And that, listen, if you're found dull of hearing, sluggish of hearing, as Hebrews chapter 5 tells us these babes in Christ were found, when we, listen, the Holy Spirit's coming to bring conviction to the babe in Christ who's been a babe too long. If that doesn't happen, then uh, maybe you need to check and see what you're calling your salvation. And if it was truly from the heart, you trusting from the heart, not quoting some words, but believing in the heart, trusting with who you are that God sent His Son because He loves you and He died for you in your place so you can be forgiven of your sins of which you are guilty before God. If that's not what happened, it can happen today as He brings conviction over the sin, not only acts of sin in your life, but of you being a sinner. And, and it, it, listen, if that is not what happened, that maybe that's why you've not received a, a wake-up call or uh, to, to move on and to mature. Or maybe you have, but you as a child of God have chosen, even though you've tasted the good word of God, you, you've been enlightened, you, 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 you've received, you've tasted of the heavenly gift, and you've experienced these things. But the Bible says in verse 6, if they... This is not people who got close to salvation. Get away from that. Get away from that. You, you, you got to get away from that. Uh, there is a... Uh, uh, let me see. There's a, a, a lot of teaching that, that, that twists so much Scripture all because they're hung up in that false, damnable heresy that you can't ever fall away if you're really a child of God. You can't ever walk away. Uh, <clears throat> you hear me quoted all the time. For those of you who love the truth more than you love uh, how you want it to be and how Grandma told you it is. No, for those of you who love the settled truth, 
of God's Word. Peter wrote in 2 Peter 2 and 21, it's better that you never knew, experienced the way of righteousness than having known it, turn away from the holy commandment. That means there's going to be a greater damnation at the judgment for those who had it and chose to push it aside. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And, and again, it's not the acts of sin. They're horrible and God is not pleased with them and we as Christians shouldn't be. But listen very carefully. It's what's causing me to continue to carry out those sins. See, there's something behind an act of sin. And it's the wrong object of faith. When I place my faith in the one who died to forgive me and to deliver me from my sin, then I will experience initial salvation and daily salvation called sanctification in a being delivered daily from these things. Hallelujah. And, 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 but there is, a, there is a place where people push that aside. I'm good, they say. We're fine. God knows my heart. All these words and phrases to, to look like we are good, to look these ways, Jesus said, they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. You need to understand, God sees our hearts. He sees them laid wide open, bare and naked. He's not listening. Uh, it's not that He doesn't hear our words but, uh, when, uh, when we're saying things, but He sees through our words into the reality of what's really in our heart. you got to know that. And you start living with that concern and that fear, not of God, but the fear of the Lord, the, the proper value of who He is and how He sees things and the depth of what, of what He does see. Your life will change if you really care and love this God that you say saved you through His Son, Jesus Christ, and shed His love abroad in your heart, then you, with that love, want to please Him and be devoted to Him and have affection in experience for Him in praise and worship and prayer and study and, and ministering and these things. You, you, it's not about you saying some prayer and you're automatically saved forever. No, it's about, but that's nowhere in the Bible. It's about believing with the heart unto salvation, unto righteousness, rather, Romans 10 and 10. So watch this in verse 6. If they shall fall away, these in verses 4 and 5, who have experienced salvation and the things that come with it, things that accompany salvation. Watch. If they shall fall away, and again, this does not mean they stagger into some sin. That Listen, that's a staggering, a stumbling around occasionally because of our flesh, with the nothing good in our flesh, and we can be carried off through the lust of our flesh into this, into that. It's not God's will. It breaks God's heart. It should break ours. But that's not the falling away spoken of here. The falling away is the falling away from trusting in the sacrifice of Christ. Knowing that is what saved me. Knowing that is what God did to save me and to make me His. And because I commit a sin doesn't mean I've fallen away from my salvation. If you read Galatians chapter 5, you'll see that Paul 
tells the church in Galatia that they haven't fallen from grace because of a physical act of sin. They've fallen from grace because of the sin of because of the sin of putting their faith in circumcision or holidays or this day or that day or, or, or all these uh, anything other than faith in the sacrifice which allows us to be viewed by God as obeying the truth anything other than that we fall from grace, yes, we fall from grace. Doesn't mean that we've fallen uh, uh, away from uh, our salvation. Many stagger. And uh, listen, the, the babe in Christ is staggering around learning how to walk. And listen, it's like the man mentioned in Romans chapter 14. He is in the faith. Get this now. He's called in the Word of God, Romans chapter 14. He's called weak in the faith, but yet he's in the faith. The reason he's called weak in the faith there is because there's still a mixture of he's trusting Christ, but he's also trusting if he only eats herbs, that's going to help him to grow spiritually and mature spiritually, and it can't, it can't move him forward one ounce. It can only make him weak in the faith. You need to understand that. But that doesn't mean he's thrown Christ out. He's, that means he's learning, he's growing, he's, and, and hopefully that particular individual will one day move away from, from believing it's got anything to do with what he eats outside of what he eats pertaining to the flesh and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we grow to that place. And we, listen, we are either growing to that place or we are declining, moving away. And if we're moving away and, and considering all these other things of greater importance than the one object of faith God has given all of humanity, then there is a possibility of, of moving into a place the Bible here calls falling away, turning away, moving away from. That place of walking, continuing to walk in that enlightenment, continuing to taste of the heavenly gift, continuing to partake of what the Holy Spirit is doing, continuing to taste the good word of God, continuing to experience the or to learn about the powers of the world to come. And instead, we've, we've gone another way. And I have to say this today in this broadcast, that only God knows where we are. You don't know where I am. I don't know where you are. So please let us stop hammering with false condemning judgment and let, just let us judge righteous judgment. And, and let us pray for those who are struggling. Pray for those who are obviously weak in the faith. Pray for those who it has an appearance that they're just not interested in the things of God anymore. They, they have an appearance like they're falling away, but you and I can't see into the heart and we don't know what's going on in the heart, but God does. And, and everybody is at different places, so let us pray for each other. Let us love each other encourage each other and provoke each other unto love and good works as the Bible says. Amen. So he says though in verse 6, 
if they shall fall away, now th again, this is talking about they've just fallen away, they've moved away, they've turned away, they've made a choice. They've made a choice. I'm not interested. Now listen, that could, that could, God sees the heart. God sees those who've turned away, pushed it aside, don't want nothing to do with it. God sees who they are. If they shall fall away to renew, it's impossible. Remember verse 4, it is impossible for those who've experienced these things in salvation, the only place they can be experienced, if they shall fall away, not commit a sin, if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing, seeing, they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh and put Him to an open shame. Now let me say this today. Everyone on the planet today will live their lives as though they have been saved and are being saved daily with the fruit of their salvation because they've accepted the sacrifice of Christ for them or they are still guilty of crucifying Christ. You see, that's the only two groups of people on the earth. I know we say there are those in Adam who are yet to be in Christ. They're lost. They're still the darkness of this world. They still love their sin. And you need to understand, that group of people are the ones who crucify Christ. They crucify Him. Instead of receiving in the heart what His crucifixion can do for them, save them, justify them. And the list goes on without end of what He does for us through that work of Christ on the cross at salvation when we believe under, uh, of, uh, with the heart under righteousness. But when we, even when we're, when we fall away, get this, when we fall away, we no longer think the cross is necessary. How many Christians, listen, thank God for His shaking of my life and, and His wake-up call on my life. And you'll know when the wake-up call comes. The wake-up call is not strictly to get back in church because you almost died in a car accident. That's like running into the church building at 9-11. The wake-up call comes as God shakes you, starts convicting you. And that conviction, you'll know it's the Lord because He'll be pointing you to His Son and what His Son did for you at Calvary. And He'll be showing you what you've really been trusting in. See, that's, that's the wake-up call. The wake-up call is... The Lord showing up with great conviction to show you you've been trusting in all these things, these programs, these fads, and we've been deceived by the enemy and our own lustful flesh, thinking that God could use that and God could use that. God used His Son. 
and what His Son would do at Calvary to get you in the kingdom when you believed it and to carry you through this life if you keep believing it and to bring you home to give you that grace at the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ if you endure to the end. But you can fall away. Watch now. Verse 7. Let's try to get to where we're going. Almost out of time. Verse 7. But And watch now before we read this. He goes into an analogy here in the natural so that you can see more clearly what he's talking about spiritually. Watch very carefully because the subject doesn't change. The subject, the context remains the same. There is more for those who will allow the Lord to wake them up and ask Him to forgive them for, for, for just hanging out and, and being religious and not growing, not maturing into the experience of His Word in righteousness, allowing the Holy Spirit to apply these truths to our lives where there's fruit. There is a wake-up call today. There's always been a wake-up call going on. But, but the topic, the context has not changed. He just now gives us a natural picture to show what he's trying to get us to see with this wake-up call so that we will be convicted and convinced that he knows best and I need to, no matter what everybody thinks or even I think, I need to go with his leading and his direction. Watch carefully. Verse 7, Because the earth which drinks in the rain that comes often upon it and brings forth herbs, meat for them by whom it is dressed, useful for them by whom it is dressed. Who, who is that? Those who continue to be enlightened. Those who continue Those who choose to go on from the milk of God's Word to the meat, the application, the experience of God's Word in righteousness where there is a now a higher level of discernment between good and evil. Let me say it again today. The world in its lost sinful state has a level of discernment between good and evil. Romans 2, 14 and 15 reveal that as we excuse others for the evil they do if it's benefiting us, but the moment it stops benefiting us, we condemn them, we accuse them. So there is a level of discernment of good and evil the world has. When, when you get born again, there's a higher level of discernment between good and evil that the babe in Christ has. But God's intention, based on Hebrews chapter 5, verses 11 through 14, reveal that there is a level of discernment that we need as Christians that can only be obtained through partaking of the meat of God's Word, which is the experience of the righteousness of God's Word, the Holy Spirit applying the truths to our lives we need, the people who are involved in this growth, God knows who they are. And if you're growing, if you think you're growing because of what you're wearing or eating, my friend, those are the things that's keeping you weak in the faith. If you are a Christian, they're what's hindering your judgment. They're, they're, they're what keeps you from growing. They're, they're, you're, you're hindered. You're paralyzed. You're caged. Really, 
through the fear of men. But watch, let's move on. For the earth which drinks in the rain that comes often upon it and brings forth herbs, meat, useful for them by whom it is dressed, that means the heart that is receiving the rain receives blessing from God. If you don't go out there and till your garden and you just let the weeds take it over, that's exactly what they'll do. The weeds of this world will take over your garden to the point it'll choke the life out of what you planted to partake of. That's the same way with our lives. We need to understand that. If we don't wake up and give more earnest heed to that which God has given us, this great salvation, the weeds of this world, the cares of this life, the riches, the pleasures, will be carried off by the lust of our own flesh. Oh, we'll be talking a good spiritual talk, but we'll be gone will be gone. So watch this now. But that which bears thorns and briars is rejected. The same rain is offered to the thorns and the briars and the thistles and all the things that, that, that really are no benefit to uh, the child of God. But watch this. But that which bears thorns and briars is rejected. If it's not proper fruit, it's rejected. Can I say this? And I've got to close and we'll come back here Monday morning. This is really going to be this is really going to be a huge blessing for many who have ears to hear. But the, the Lord is preparing his people for his appearing, his coming. And we need to be learning the truth of his word. We need to Accept this wake-up call. No matter who else does or doesn't, we need to accept this wake-up call. And I've got a lot more I wanted to share today, but it'll have to wait till Monday morning now. I'm so thankful you tuned in. Please, uh, I see so many people uh, uh, sharing all these other ministries uh, that belong to cross-preaching churches, sharing all these other ministries. And if it's good to them, praise God for it. But they're not sharing... They're not sharing... What's coming out of the house they go to, please. And you who, who aren't members of this church, you don't have to be. Share the broadcast so other brothers and sisters can, can, can have this wake-up call. Minister directly to them. And, and pray for us as we're praying for you. The Lord is about to come for us. I'm telling you, He's about to come for us. And we're about to leave this old, this old rugged place. But until then, we must continue to do that which God's called us to do. And I praise God for your prayers. I praise God for those of you who give to this ministry financially. The Lord is blessing us tremendously. <coughs> and if you are stirred by the Lord to give to, to this ministry, you will be giving to a ministry that is determined to know nothing other than Christ and Him crucified. That's what you'll be sowing into the publication of God's Word in its righteous context. So you can do that through the website, thecrosswaychurch.com, or you can text the word GIVE to the number 903-231-5950. Praise God for you, and I praise God for His touch upon your life and all those that you know who are struggling right now. And don't forget to tune in in the morning for Cross Time with Pastor Curtis as we continue our discussion on Bible faith 
in light of the cross, you will be blessed. God bless you. We love you. Till next time, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. We'll see you then. God bless you.